Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bulletproof Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm generous. Generous. What's up, Jenny Neb? Uh, not a whole lot. Just got done over our balls, freezing off. <laughs> oh my god, it was so cold, dude. So Just cool. miserable. I'm everybody that survived. Whoop, whoop, we made it. I believe I saw on the news that we were Fort Morgan was the coldest place in America yesterday. It was colder than Antarctica. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw minus forty nine windshield factor at one time. That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. And you hear that voice? That uh, that's our guest today. You brought a guest today, a friend yes. of yours, <laughs> good friend of mine. So I, uh, you guys, I want to introduce Jay Elliott. Jay and I have known each other since all the way back in the days of Columbine Elementary School. A long time ago. Columbine. Yep, and I know him and his both of his siblings, and we were basically raised up in the same school system and have known each other for years, and he still to this day remains one of my good friends. We go out and, out and have a lot of fun occasionally. Yeah, she was like my little sister for the longest time, me and yeah. her brother Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah. Hung yeah. out. And, 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 yeah, and, so she, me and Tina. Yeah. Oh, I mean, goodness. me and his younger sister. Oh, which were, right, exactly friends. same age and grade, right? Or Tina was a year older than older. me. Older, okay. Yep. yep. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, usually it's uh, the other way around. Usually it's one of my friends I've had for lifelong on right. here. So uh, as I was telling you earlier, I get super excited when it's a brand new person I've never met. You know, I get to make a new yeah. friend today and get to learn good. about somebody new. Why and it's, not? It's a challenge because I don't know your tells yeah, at all. That's so, di- yeah, this will be good. Yeah, I talk shit. The, all, all my friends I've known their whole life, I don't know their fucking tells right. either. You know? so. Well, this one here, she's going to have the upper hand a little bit, so I'm going to have to try to trick her. Uh, we'll, no. we'll see if it happens. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I, we'll see. It's, uh, I'm going to listen three quarters to fully intently, my buddy. <laughs> I love you. It's going to be good, man. But hey, if you're new to the Bullhucker, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do on the Bullhucker Podcast is we bring a guest on. Today's Jay Elliott. I, was calling, I don't know why I was going to call him Jason. But Jay Elliott. Sorry, my man. It's all good. What Jay's going to do, he's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's a kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's either borrowed, halfway made up, or all the way made up. And at the end of the podcast, Jen Russ, Jen Neb, and myself are going to try and guess which one we think is not true, is not one of his true stories. So That is right. It is Wish exactly us luck. Right. <laughs> and I do want to stop and say we are now, uh, 2024, we have sponsors. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Brush Emporium, we'll get into them a little later. They are actually the, the sponsor of the show, the main sponsor. And, and this is where the studio is in uh, down in 210 Clayton Street. But our, our episode sponsor is Magic Bean Coffee. Yes. You want to whip out we? your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can they, advertise they, them. They're that, ready. That's right. They sent uh, little coffee mugs for all our guests. And uh, if you haven't been to Magic Bean, what are you doing, right? Magic Bean is located at the Country Stakeout. It's called The Block now, but if you're really old school guys, it's the Country Stakeout. It's a great place down there, owned by Megan Orca. It's a family-owned coffee shop here in Fort Morgan, Colorado. Go down there. They have a bakery where Bella Bolin does all her delicious stuff. You ever had Bella Bolin's? Uh, oh, what's her name? Her I, Bella didn't pay for advertising, so you know. What I'm <laughs> She's got something really good at the Magic it's, Bean. It's, you got to go. It's why it's magic. Sweet beets, uh, something. But uh, anyway, she does all her delicious stuff. They make donuts there. There's a donut shop there now Ooh. that you can go to the actual coffee shop and get donuts in the morning. And they are they are awesome donuts. It's called Small Town Donuts. 
and uh, you go down there and check them out. Uh, Megan's been a, a barista forever in a day, so it's uh, something cool. It's something brand new, and she sells a lot of her stuff. Uh, something magical is another business she owns. You can go down there and get all kinds of stuff from sage to crystals or whatever. You can check it out. It's a really interesting place, so please make sure you go down to the block to check them out. So you, what's the mug look like? Can here? you chill in it and Wi-Fi? Chilling it, man. You go. You're in school. You want to do some study, and they got plenty of room out there to spread out. Huh? You know, you want to go down with some friends, have a coffee. Jay and I were just talking. He's not drinking anymore. That's that's cool. Uh, hey, that's a great place for Jay to go hang out with some buds. You know, you I, I I am a medical marijuana user, so can we stop with the food talk? Because <laughs> it, this sounds great. Like, make sure we get this place, we get this address going on, man. So yeah, I'll tell you what. This morning, uh, Jerry Cage at work said, "I'm gonna go get donuts. I'm gonna go over to the." Because we work with her husband, and I said, I'm going to call first. It was like 930. I'm like, do you have donuts? No, we're out. So they sell out right away, man. So you got to get there early because they are in high demand. So Very nice. So you guys, I'm so excited. So now check out the cool coffee mug Moose yep, gave yep. me. And like he said, he's the, any guest. It's a beautiful mug. I can't wait to use it proudly. That's a compliment so, of the Magic Beans. So. Show your support for local business, local comedy, and fantastic coffee and donuts. Yep. Gene, I hope that wasn't your best Vanna White. Bro. <laughs> I'm not. You're turning, taking an L on that. I'm one, not girl. turning letters for you because <laughs> if I were to walk, I'd be crooked. <laughs> I, uh, I think, I think we're done with our horn now, Jen, aren't we? Yep, <clears throat> done with our horn. But yeah, check out the Magic Bean. They're they're pretty great down there. So if you're looking for a new coffee place. Once again, family-owned, so please check that out. All right. Uh, Jay, are you ready to tell some stories, brother? I'm ready. All right. You ready to ask some questions? Yeah, I, I, I'll always, bro. Let's do I'm, this. I'm going to talk to some bitch. Uh, Jennifer, uh, he's, got, he's got titles. He's got sentences. Not titles. Sentences. Full sentences. I love it. Let's, let's hear it. What, what, what's Jay got, brother? Well, I, right. I, I had to intrigue you a little bit. I, oh, I you're am. Right. Yeah, so oh, good. I am. Oh, I am. I had Me to leave too. some intriguing words in there, not just <laughs> one or two. Go ahead, Jay. Right. Okay, so the first story that he has here is jailed Sin City, Denver City, and Germany. <laughs> Number two is legal and a legal prostitution participant. Legal and illegal prostitution participant. And three, worked closely with Secret Service. I got to tell you, Jam was sucker for great titles, man. Yeah. I know. I'm a sucker for him. So uh, I like I like when they put a lot of thought into them. That's, I'm that's intrigued good. by all three. I cannot wait. Just, Jen, as my co-host, pick one out, sister. Let's hear it. Okay, so I think, of course... I want to hear about your jailings. <laughs> Jailing Denver, L or <coughs> Sin Vegas, City, Denver, Sin City, Denver, Denver and, uh, City, and sure. Germany jailed. Okay, well, I guess we can go in chronological order. <laughs> I was stationed in Germany uh, during the Cold War, actually, eighty-eight to ninety-two, uh, minus a handful of months uh, in Desert Storm. <clears throat> thank you for your service, by the yeah, way. Man. Absolutely, thank you. Um, and uh, a month after I got back from Desert Storm, so this would have been June of 91, I'd kind of had enough of the Army by then because yeah. of some things in combat that weren't very good uh, from a moral perspective for me. So I said, man, you know, this Army ain't for me. So I just kind of 
the army decided to keep me there the last 13 months instead of send me back to America. Mm -hmm. But I begged him, you know, I just want to go home. Never did. So I was on a wild streak and I just began drinking and drinking and drinking. And one night I had a, one of my brothers said, try some of this hash. <laughs> so it turned out to be like this red Turkish hash that lit me up. And I'd never smoked anything right. before. Oh, really? Yeah, other you'd, than fucking menthols. You'd never been high? Nope. Oh, wow. I'd never been high. And so I smoked this thing. It was out of old Coca-Cola can, too. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get from the, from, the, uh, from the PX there in Germany? But uh, I uh, went to a disco club, which is what we did on the weekends there. Anything to get away from the military bullshit. Right, right. So we just, uh, and being a single soldier in Germany is rough. Uh, not a whole lot, no whole, no whole, lo not a whole lot of places to go, whole lot of things to do. Right. Everything you go requires a taxi ride, a train ride. It's it it it's difficult to get around. Do you speak German? I do not. Okay. All right. Jen, do you sprechen Sie Dick? <laughs> did you mean Deutsch or did yeah? You oh yeah, dick? that's right. Don't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, so I speak one of them fluently. <laughs> I hear it's not the Deutsch, but we can continue. Um, I know a few things because I was raised. My grandfather on my dad's side pretty much only spoke German. Oh really. So my, I used to hear a lot with them and my uh, his children, my father and his siblings, but not much. So that particular night, not only was I just alcoholed out of my mind, which was typical and normal. For a soldier overseas, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just got it. I bought into it a thousand percent. Right. Um, and... <laughs> Mixed with this hash, I'm at this club, and you always go with your boys, at least two or three of them, just in case some shit breaks off. Because not only is it the end of the Cold War, um, but I was also there in 89 when the wall came down. Oh, so you cool. got East Germans and West Germans mixed in, oh, and wow. then you got this Desert Storm shit. Right. So wow. all kinds of craziness going on in Germany in, in uh, 91, 92. So, <laughs> somehow, I uh, became disengaged from the, uh, from the disco, uh, from my boys, and the hash was hitting me unlike anything. And I, and I got hungry. Well, I, at this point, you're plenty drunk as oh, well, inebriated. I'm just... I don't know where I'm at. I don't even know the name of the town. I didn't even know the name of the fucking disco club, if you ask me. I don't know. You weren't speaking German or English. No, at that I point. wasn't speaking <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> I was speaking low crawl at the yeah, time. Yeah, is yeah. What I was low doing. crawl. But, <laughs> so the cool thing about Germany, though, if you're kind of a history buff, is it's really like cobblestone streets and shit. So it's. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, like you're walking down and it's kind of like, wow, is this shit real, man, or yeah. what? So. I see there's a bakery there, and it's got the storefront. Man, it's got 
bagels and strudels and donuts type things and German shit that I can't fucking pronounce. Um, <laughs> and oh my. Yes. Yes. And so I, uh, I picked up a good sized planter that was outside the, the window and I smashed the window. Oh, they're closed. Yeah, they're closed. Oh, oh yeah, this is this is this is fucking. Yeah, sorry, I didn't get there. <laughs> my, my bad. This is about two forty-five a.m., three o'clock. Street lights not even on. Everything's peaceful in this tiny little town. And you're looting the bakery. Yep. Screw the nice clothes. Screw whatever else is around there. You're right. going for that food. So I'm in there just fucking smashing, eating everything that I can. Shoving shit in my pockets. Yeah, of course. Right? Look, look like Jeff Scully and shit with the bagel hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the fucking polisai. Just, just robbing them blind. <laughs> yeah. All I right. mean, I, dude, I was just hungry. That's all I cared about at the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, whoo. Let's just say they don't take kindly to Americans breaking into their shit. <laughs> so I took an ass whooping, and then after that. Took an ass whooping from the, the local the authorities? The, yeah, police. German okay, police. Okay, yeah. Polizei, yeah. Okay, full on brutality. Like, what? Somebody over here, would they say that's misuse? Absolutely. So they had okay. these sticks that they would... And they would come out with this long oh, fucking sure, metal rod. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And hit me in the back of the neck with that bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, pushed me around, fucking threw me into the side of the car, of course. Then they turned me over to the MPs. I was like, fuck. So here I am. I'm already cut the fuck up from <laughs> going through the broken-ass fucking window. Right, right. Right? So beat. And then the MPs, well, yeah. If y'all ever watched Rambo. <laughs> okay, it wasn't about that, that bad, but they were assholes. Right, right. right. The MPs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They were assholes. So, yeah. Like, we, I was jailed for that. We beat him on since we gave him the spanking, guys. <laughs> If you can, don't eat your pudding, you can't have any meat. That's all I can say. Indeed. If you all ever seen Euro Trip, it was like that. Oh, was that's like a fantastic wow. show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, it is. That's fucking classic. What, like the Green Fairy part of it? Is that yeah. what you're talking oh, about? Oh, man. Can you say what the fuck did I do last night? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah there have been times. I mean, my... The, I blacked out, not knowing where I was. So, so how did the MPs react to this? Would you sober up, come to? I mean, is it is it a big is it a problem? Yeah, it's a problem. Okay, like what what is what what comes of that kind of problem? Yeah, fucking Article Fifteen is what comes of that. So, okay. loss of rank. <clears throat> fucking, oh, wow. Yeah, loss of rank, restricted to barracks, every single fucking detail for the next two weeks that came up. Two weeks came up. You were you were their bitch, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the only thing that I I could attend was. Only place that I could go is from the barracks um, to my place of duty, um, to the mess hall, and the church. So that was it. Wow. Let me just tell you, man, I became a religious motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to church as much as I could just to get the hell out because, right, right. yeah, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. <laughs> um, the alcohol took me to some dark places, indeed. Yeah, yeah, as it does, as it does. So, any other questions about Germany? Do you want to hear the other one? Well, yeah, it's, is that Denver and also? Yeah. Well, I do. Were you actually jailed? I mean, put in a jail behind bars? That's 1,000%. And but, by but, the military police, not the German both. police. Oh, oh both. really? Both. Yeah, they didn't call the MPs until about 
about five in the morning. So oh, they wow. just held you as long as they chose and then just decided to toss you over. Yep. Get on over to the MPs. Fucking American. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> so being a being a drunk American too, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. If it wasn't for me, your ass would be frying. You know? <laughs> yeah. Terrible. We built your ass oh, out. That's crazy, man. What do you think about that, Jen? Is there more to that story? Um, yeah, yeah, he's still Denver City and uh, Sin City. Okay, do you have questions? Not yet. No? Not yet. Oh, you want me to go with the story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for the dramatic pause. No, you're, that is quite good. a ride. Uh, Denver, uh, so we're going to go in chronicle, uh, chronological order. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so then this would have been Denver City Jail. Would have been number two. It's been uh, after I got out of the military, like I said, I was done. Yeah. In June of 92. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, they get you into such a routine and a robotic state that I feel myself, the more I move away from that, the better off I am, right? right? right. Don't get stuck to this strict timeline where I stress the fuck out my anger. The anxieties go crazy. Right, right. So, yeah, I've learned to deal with that. But in the, uh, the mid-90s, uh, I was at a party in Denver. Um, I had moved up out of there, uh, there after, um, got out of the military in 92, spent three years, three or so years working at High Plains Youth Center. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And then oh, when I moved okay. to Denver, yeah. And then when I moved to Denver, um, they had two kind of halfway houses there that transitioned. These kids were going from lockup. They would come to the house before they went home. So we had teach them job skills and, uh, you know, things like that. Anything that we could, writing resumes, uh, getting them prepared for what it's going to be like when they go back home. Right, right. Yeah, it was cool, Uh, but stressful as hell. Anyway, um... During that time, I was drunk, crazy. I was at a party. Um, uh, this guy was talking shit. And back then, you know, I'm full of just piss and vinegar. And, right, right, right. You know, young, dumb, and full of cum still at the age of about 25. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and got to the point to where... Um, I, I I was jailed for assault, right? For destruction of private property, even though it was my house. And at the time, it was it was a, a picture frame or something like that that I'd smashed on the fucking floor, oh, really? or a phone or something like that. And they got yeah. you for it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I assaulted this dude. Okay. Yeah, right. he got assaulted. It was one of those. I don't know. I guess I caught him in the bathroom type of thing, and he, <laughs> he got beat into the fucking bathtub. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You gave him a German beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him some of that American justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, this guy, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say he deserved it, but now that I'm a little bit older, maybe I went a little bit too far. Yeah. But, yo, Denver City Jail, I'm going to tell you, they put me in this holding cell which had you know the stainless steel toilet and sink that fucking everybody can see bro what you're doing yeah 
And it was probably a holding cell for about 12, which had 20 to 25 of us mm -hmm. in there. And I mean, dirty as you can imagine now, dirty as you can imagine. And I just sat there, just waiting. And they told me that if I wanted a phone call, that I had to use this phone right there in that detention thing. Man, let me tell you, I was so scared to touch that handle. <laughs> I hold. I, yeah. I nearly pissed myself because I didn't want to even go near that fucking right. toilet. Right. So I spent the night in there in the holding cell. They moved me into the jail cell. And my mom, actually, she bailed me out the next day. What's mom's um, name? My, my mom's name is Sue. What's up, Sue? Sue. Yeah, she goes by Mogo. Um, and, and, and mom passed away oh. in, in 15. Well, um, she actually worked for the police department for many, many years. Heavenly, what's up, Sue? What's up, Mogo? <clears throat> so, yeah, she, she bailed me out a lot of shit, let me yeah. tell you. Wish she would have bailed me out of my first marriage. Okay, what's number three? Sin City. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, is it Sin City? Let's yes, just say, Sin yes, I, I, I spent the night. I spent several hours incarcerated in the Clark County Jail <laughs> for a crime that I really not not like to talk about. Okay. If you don't mind. But yeah, uh, yeah, thousand percent, thousand percent true. It, um, yeah, it pales in comparison. I think to what jail between the three of them would you least like to go back to? Oh, Denver City. Denver's the worst one. Yeah, worst Denver Clark. City Jail. Yeah. Well, that's downtown. From from yeah, right downtown. Well, it, it's not anymore, but this is right when it was down on like Eleventh and Bannock, right? Yes, right next to the right across the street from the Denver City and County Building. Okay. Yeah, with the nice pretty lights. Next to that was the shittiest fucking jail I had ever been in, <laughs> or had worked in. Yeah, they don't uh, they don't make them for nice for stay. You know, no. they, they, they uh, definitely wasn't a fucking holiday. That yeah, thing wasn't even star, a Motel Six. Five star ratings not quite there. No, <laughs> I've seen cleaner Motel Sixes than that Denver yeah, City yeah. Jail. Yeah. Yeah, well, they didn't give a crap. So yeah, that's definitely number one right off the top. I would not. Yeah, I hear the worst one to go to is Cook County in Chicago, man. Yeah, I hear that's the uh, absolute. Is it like on the south side of Chicago? Yeah, yeah, or well, yeah, yeah. It's I gonna house. It's gonna house. You know, everybody that or are LA. from those gangs around Chicago, the sure. gangster disciples, the vice lords, all those guys around there. Man, Cook County is. Yeah, that, because we had some of those kids, Moose. Oh yeah, yeah. Come to High Plains Youth Center. That's yeah. why I know so much. About uh, that, about Cook County. Oh. Kind of crazy. Inappropriate story about that. Uh, when I was. In 89, 88, so when I was in eighth grade in middle school here in Brush, and one of the kids had escaped. So, as you know, when they took these kids to, like, dentist or something in town, they'd always put, like, a, they'd, they'd blindfold them so they didn't have a lay of the land, right? They didn't know what Brush looked like. Yeah, they, well, they didn't want, they, you know, they didn't want, so this kid gets out, and they lock down the schools because they think he's going to try and integrate himself into the school system, right? They, they think he's going to try and blend in with the kids, oh, right? sure, and how easy. <laughs> right, so, like, you or your parents had to come get you, all that stuff. Here's the funny part was he was a, he was an African-American kid, and we're in Brush, Colorado. You know what I mean? We only had one black kid in my class, Phil. What's up, Philly Mac? Love you, buddy. And I was like, uh, you should have let him get in the school because we'd be like, hey, wait a second. You're not Phil. <laughs> <laughs> What's going but, on, token? But, yeah, uh. we uh, there was a scared straight program they used to go. And, uh, yeah, yeah, if you got in trouble, they'd make you go through that thing and talk to those kids, you know, and they – Screaming yell at you, man! It's uh, there were some hard luck cases in there. There was like a five year old in there, right? At one point in time, were you there for that? 
what the fuck? No, I must have been gone. I'm going to tell you what. After I left, I heard there was a bunch of shit going on. I do know that they ended up changing their names a couple of times because it was the Rebound Corporation. And then it ended up being this company called Cornerstone Mm -hmm. that I ended up working for at the halfway houses once I went to Denver. But I heard there was some bad shit here. Well, a woman was stabbed up. Maybe she by two kids over in the uh, the library part. Well, so to my understanding, and I don't know, this is just what I've heard. I take it for that. But I think the final the final straw was you're supposed to check on those children, those kids, like every. Five minutes or something very regularly. And it's I, 15. I, it's 15 minutes, yep. okay. Uh, You're actually supposed to initial the sheet as you go along. Okay. Yep. Um, so one young man hung himself and hung there for like an hour and a half. And Tragic. so, well, they couldn't they couldn't explain how he sat there for an hour and a half and nobody cut for, no one was doing their, their rounds, you know, so. I've got some stories from that place sometime yeah. if you want to hear them. Yeah. They, they go right along with that. With the, it was the majority of the time that we, the, the problems that we had was the night staff yeah. like these guys came in just to fucking sleep and they're just you know they're just hiring brushed down folk that yeah. just want to there for a job right i'm just trying to collect a check right they're not yeah. i'll give two shits about these kids right yes and, yeah and that was a problem oh you'll have to save those okay. i want to hear about it. sin city sorry yeah but yes that's amazing to hear that yeah what do you think about those those stories Jim? um well, I think they're both perfectly um, believable. Right. I, yeah, I, was, I think I may have caught a flaw, so oh. I'm keeping it that in okay. mind. I'm gonna, uh, I'm about to hear a second one, just kind of judge and uh, to put it against this one to see how you let's tell stories. So, let's yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Larry. But, but I like it. I like the. Whole, there was a. I said Bill Bullen was the one who made all those delicious treats. Her husband uh, Anthony was on this podcast, also stationed in Germany. With also kind of a, not, he never got arrested. He got shoved into a taxi cab, uh, trunk of a taxi cab, and that's how the MPs found him. And it's a pretty good story. From Does Anthony he know who Bowen. did it? Was it, was it Turks? It was his buddies. Was, whoa, his dudes did yeah, that yeah, to him. Yeah, he was a little out of control. So they <laughs> he had a bunch of great stories for the military. So, all right, that was. Uh, Jail, Sin City, Denver City, and Germany. Next, we have uh, we have two left. We have legal and illegal prostitution uh, participant, and we have worked closely with Secret Service. Now, Jay, if you watch this podcast, there's always one I want to hear that pops out most, and I always save it for last. So instead, let's hear work closely with Secret Service. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, work closely with Secret Service is uh, uh, my former job that I had working for investigations and security for a major global bank. All right. You guys can look it up. Um, and part of my job was to provide executive protection, which was just kind of a fancy word for bodyguard. Yeah. Right. For CEOs. Okay. And executive board members. Big wigs, yeah. Yeah. So we're talking... <laughs> I mean, these CEOs were uh, of this bank. You know, they're sometimes stronger than the vice president of the United States. Sure. Right. Sure. They call a lot of shots. Right. So I would be assigned to uh, meet with these people, 
when they came in, either here or other areas I would fly to mm-hmm. and meet them there to provide this detail. And my security experience and all this had led me up to this. So it was easy for me. I enjoyed looking at the routes and we're going to go from the airport where I'm going to pick up my detail to the hotel. This is the nearest hospital. This is the nearest whatever we need to do. Trauma unit. Map all that stuff out and then do it. Right. And it was cool as shit. I I really enjoyed it. I I wish I could go back to doing that. But I got to do that many times with a few CEOs. Um, And also... They took, oh my goodness, maybe the top 100 earners of the bank and their spouses and took them to certain destinations. I did a detail in um, Arizona and another one in Hawaii. So it was taking care of these folks and their spouses with open bars and yeah, it was maddening. Oh. The spouses were I just out of control. <laughs> so just like living the dream amongst the one percenters almost. Yeah, I mean, I got to see some cool places because, look, I my room had to be next to the CEOs from a security perspective. I need to be attached to them. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, these people don't stay in normal rooms. This is a fucking villa. Right, right. So sure. let's just say the room set next to that, <laughs> it wasn't too shabby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt out of place. A lot of that, was, I, I, I felt out of place, dude. I was, um, right. I wasn't the suit and guy type of guy that they really wanted me to be. And yeah, but how, I was security and investigations. Yeah. How were they? To, how were they to deal with? Uh, the CEOs. Yeah. Uh, everyone's different. Sure. Yep. I've had some that are very cordial. Thank you for what you do. I've already got their complete itinerary memorized or available in my book. I'm old school, right? Um, Everything mapped out. Know what their routine is. That way, if they don't know where the fuck they're going, I've got it. I've got it under control. Um, Then we had some that were just like, listen, I don't like this stuff, so... Stand over there against the wall. I don't want to see you. Hmm. Right? So they're all there. They're all different. Right. Right. It's just like a celebrity, right? Sure. That has bodyguards. Right. Some, right? Yeah. Intermingle with them. Some are just, I don't want to fucking see you. Although right. it'd be easier than a celebrity because celebrities are so recognizable. Yeah. Right. They, nobody knows who you're guarding, who that dude is. Just a, he's got a bodyguard. And that's, you know. So were there times when you were actually walking right alongside Secret Service men? Absolutely. And at one point in time, I <coughs> reported to a gentleman by the name of Joseph Petro. Joseph Petro was Ronald Reagan's right-hand man wow. for the Secret Service. That's very cool. And he actually has a book out, if you want to Google it, called Standing Next to History. And I actually have an autographed book from Joe at the house. Amazing dude. He was yeah. amazing dude. That was one point. That was, this was like, this is like right after 9-11. Oh, wow. 
So it's a big deal. Everybody's sphincter is still nice and tight. Oh, bro. Yeah. It was a crazy time. It was a crazy time to be in the security industry after 9-11. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine, bro. Yeah, I mean, it literally changed the entire game over here. Everything. Oh, it changed everything. Um, in my lifetime, it's one of the two biggest changes that and COVID are the two things that changed everything, you know. <clears throat> I remember 9-11. It's kind of crazy. We brought this up a few episodes ago, and it's it's weird for us at our age to think about this, but no no child in school right now, senior through K, uh, was alive during that. They don't have they don't have a skin in the game, you know. So they're learning about nine eleven in a history book, you know. That, that that's crazy to me because it was such an everybody yeah, just a life turning event. Yeah. Well, like with my with my mom Elvis and JFK. Yes. Yep. My grandmother remembers. They, they always know where they were yep. when they heard about the death. You know. Well, and I remember the Oklahoma City bombing. Yes. 95. And then, of course, the Century Theaters, and of course, the. Uh, we've had the Boston. It's just been a nightmare ever well, since. I, when, I yeah. was, when I was living in Denver, I was literally yeah, about a 10 minute drive from, from the theaters. Oh, the Batman killings? Oh. Yep. Yeah. And drove over there just to look at the aftermath. I mean, I don't know what it was, curiosity or what. But yeah, me and Aaliyah, we. We went and checked that out. It's my what, youngest daughter. Okay. What the, what's up, Aaliyah? Um, <laughs> where, where were you for 9-11? What were you doing when you heard about it or saw it for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was dropping my two oldest kids off at middle school, man. Wow. And I was in Denver. Wow. And we were driving to Hamilton Middle School. And I was just listening to the radio, man. Hmm. And so I dropped the kids off bolted back, turned on the TV, and like most people, watch that second tower get hit and be like, oh, fuck. So I'm 31 at the time, right? So I'm like, fuck, I want to go back in. But at the time, man, I got pushed to the back of line. They had no need for a 31-year-old broke dick motherfucker like me when all these kids, these 18-year-olds were begging Plus, you're a bakery safety up. risk. You know, that's, you know. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Where were so, you? yeah, 9-11 was crazy. So, uh, I was working for a group home at the time, and I quit. I quit, dude. I was tired of the, I was tired of the work. It was rewarding work. Yeah. But, fuck, it wasn't rewarding for the, for the paycheck, man. Yeah. And it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Like, it, dude. That was was that this job when you were working for the elite? Um, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, he had asked about nine eleven. Gotcha. I went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Where were you, Jen, when you when you heard nine eleven? Um, so I was. Uh, I remember it was very early in the morning, and I yeah. remember I was sitting there brushing my niece's hair, trying to get her ready for school that day, and had the TV on and. Saw it within minutes come across the news. Yeah, wild stuff, man. Wild and stuff. you? Uh, the Broncos and Giants played the night before, mm-hmm. and I was at a buddy's house. and I got, Monday night football, yes, right? Yes, yes, yep. it was. Yes, it was. And I got shit-faced. <laughs> and on Tuesday mornings, we had a manager meeting at the club I worked at. So I woke up, lit a cigarette, I sat on the couch, and I saw the Twin Towers on. And I thought, what fucking movie is this? And then they, the, there was a reporter 
you can see the the tower in the background, and he's like, they think there's a drunk pilot. They didn't because the Pentagon hadn't happened yet, or they hadn't reported on it yet. And they go, we think it's a drunk pilot. They're looking for the black box, and all of a sudden, boom, the second one hit. And I remember that reporter turning around, and staring at it. And it was just dead silence. And in my cigarette in my mouth, I was like, what the fuck's happening? And so I started calling everybody, I know, we're under attack, you know. But I remember, like you said, it's. It, I went to the club that night because I had to work. And they, I mean, obviously nobody was there, dude. Everybody in Pueblo was in gas lines trying to gas their car up, you know what I mean, for whatever. Because they thought gas was going to be 8 bucks a gallon back in 2001. And uh, I remember wa- I couldn't stop watching it on TV. I just could not watch it enough, you know. Yeah, I remember sitting all day and watching too. I, mean, I did it. <clears throat> I did that for two weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did that for two weeks, and then I joined this basic ass uh, guard company. Yeah. And I started working. I checked IDs going in and out of this bank in the snow <laughs> and rain of October. Yeah. And then I ended up getting hired by the corporation and retired and as that's a how you as a this. VP. So what was the coolest place or most exotic or I get however you want to put it place you ever ended up doing this sort of security detail? Yeah, uh, 1000% would be Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, it was cool because it was a 10 day event. And even though it was brutal, there's only like five of us that are corporate. That, right. that go out there to Hawaii, and then we um, hire third-party security guards right. to take care of the smaller events or whatever we need, right, to check fucking IDs. I right. don't have time to check IDs, right? Um, so, but I was always cool with those guards because that's how I came into the business. Right. You know what I mean? That's how I cut my teeth. Right. So I always knew that, man, you, you, you treat them good. They're going to treat you good. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, Hawaii was a long event. and uh, But one of the rewarding things about the event is I met four of the dudes that were just, you know, I worked with four of the guys that are just freaking awesome. Yeah. And I say were because I'm literally Lost the man. lone survivor, man. Lost it man. sucks well, when I look at those pictures and see, dude, Hawaii. But... The good things about Hawaii is right away, one of the days was to take the folks who signed up for Pearl Harbor to Pearl Harbor. And I told them, listen, fuckers, I don't give shit. What are the details y'all put me on? I'm going to Pearl Harbor. That's an incredible I'm a poor-ass kid from the Wayward Wind Trailer Park. I ain't never had an opportunity to see shit like that. The first time I got on the plane was to uh, basic training. Really? Yeah. So anyway, the the Pearl Harbor thing was cool as shit. So isn't there oil still coming out from the ships? Oh, it's unbelievable, and the smell. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the smell? Oil, petro, oh, oh. diesel. Wow. Kind of. And I'd been around that, you yeah. know, through my military days, man. Nasty ass smells. And that mm-hmm. is on Oahu, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've been to Hawaii. I never have. Yes, and it was yeah, pretty much, it would be hands down my favorite. In fact, this time, six years ago, I would have been in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Heck yeah. So, you know, as long as you're not yeah. there doing the monsoon season when the rain just opens up and pours. Oh, God. It's a magical and places place. places just do fireworks every night. 
bro. Fuck July 4th or whatever. Fireworks every night from like the Hilton. Yeah. Uh, in, in Hilton, Honolulu. Oh, dude. Why not, right? Yeah, you're just sitting on the beach like, is this fucking real? Then I'm eating food and drinking on the corporate card. Nice. I mean, $300 a night bar tab. Sure. Nice. Yo, My it was, it was crazy until the they reeled us in, bro. When, when, uh, when the, uh, the, the government bailout occurred in 2008. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that funness stopped. But gotcha. it was a blast. And went we down. Enjoy and, it again. And you are now retired out of that... Yep, your uh, industry, correct? Yep. In, in June, I got my pink slip, and um, they ended up in the last half of last year uh, chopping seven thousand folks, which was my one, wow. one of my entire departments. Um, and then I just got news uh, this week that they have set aside another billion dollars. They're going to fire twenty thousand more. And they're not the only bank either. B of A, Bank of America, same thing. They've got a billion dollars set aside because the only way for them to show profit to the shareholders, right, is to cut headcount. So there's more gap there for the shareholders. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, paying yeah. the shareholders. They yeah. got to get paid. The board members got to get paid. And if that means chopping headcount, that's how all banks do it. Not the one I work for in particular. That's yeah. how they all fucking work. Bastards. Well, and as technology goes on, we'll start getting replaced more and more by computers, anyways, yeah. in those sorts of uh, industry realms. Yeah. Which is sad, but true. Probably not in our lifetime. Don't but say that. Yeah, say that. I know it, it has moved so it. fast in our lifetime. We were the only ones to catch it. Yeah. yeah. To go from nothing right. to an entire computer. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had to get up on top of our trailer house and move the fucking antenna so we can right. watch Channel 4. Right. It's crazy. It's Fascinating. Nuts, it's nuts. All right. Uh, you, you know what you can do now? Yeah. I can pick up that phone and call somebody in China right now <laughs> and talk to someone around the world from a basement in Brush, Colorado. Can you believe that? Or at yeah. face-to-face. You could that's, order that's something. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. It's out of control, you know? Yes, it's, it is. There's a there's a little radio show, a bullhooker podcast in the basement here that can be seen all over the world. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, all you gotta do is type some shit in the computer it's, and they, it's nuts. It's out of control. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah, technology. What do you think about that one, Jen? Um, I think that that is yeah, well I'll bet you you've got some crazy stuff that comes out of that. But yeah, I'll bet you just travel alone. But you also had to take it very seriously and yeah, you don't get to yeah, enjoy. I saw some cool places. I got yeah, I got to That's, eat some some crazy food. And like I said, right. this is just this poor kid. Fuck, dude. right. And I was so out of place. You know, they're everything suit and tie. Of course, when you're new, the CEOs are in detail mm-hmm. and stuff. And me, I'm I'm a shorts and flip flop and t shirt type of guy. But yeah, of I course. Just, fuck. But a lot of people never get to experience so, yeah. that. Yeah, I was a so. suit, but I just I didn't. I didn't like to participate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah. think that's very plausible. Yeah, so, sounds like a great memory. Especially after coming out of the military that you did. Yeah, I got lucky, definitely. Uh, we'll see what happens now. That's, uh, so far, now, I don't know. You, uh, you got me stumped so far. So we got one left, legal and illegal prostitution participant. All right. So um, 
the legal part is, I mean, come on, man, I'm stationed in Germany. So over in Frankfurt. Oh, it's prostitution. Yes, it's legal. Right. All over Red Germany. District. Right. Oh. Unbelievable. So you'd get off at the Bahnhof at the trade station. I did learn a few German words, bro. <laughs> Like yes and how much? <laughs> that's about that's about the fucking extent of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How well, much for how much? I so can, yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? That's yeah. that's the bargaining with this with these uh, with these young ladies, and it's crazy because the government regulates them. They get checked up. They're it's almost shit like it's a diploma you, on the wall. Are they unionized? Checked up so, someone or I, I realize they're not unionized. I'm not, I don't want to interrupt you, but you know. Uh, it might not be a popular opinion, but I say might as well legalize it. Mm-hmm. You know, might as well keep them safe. You know, I mean, I'd rather see those girls be safe and and make sure they want to be there. You know and what I mean? Protected. And you protected. Betcha. You know. No, but it's you not betcha. about that, bro. <clears throat> no, I, no, yeah. that's short sighted. The, 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 yeah. the <coughs> far sighted this is is is, is um, prostitution is a way for cities and counties and states to make more revenue. Yeah. Yeah. And they're stupid now yeah. too. All right, so I assume you find yourself in the red light yeah, district. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And you said Frankfurt? Yeah, Frankfurt, Germany. Okay. Um, and so they would be set up nearly like a, like a fucking hotel. Right. Right? And you'd go in and they'd sit on bar stools outside their doors if they were available, if the door was yeah. closed. Pardon me. Keep on walking. So, uh, like Larry said, you can negotiate, man. Hey, 100 marks, three holes, whatever it happened to be, and yeah, how much yeah. time. And, you know, they'd get pissed off if you had whiskey, dick, and fuck. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But what was, I don't know about cool, but one of, the, uh, <laughs> one of the initiations we had for new guys coming over, of which I had to participate in as well, is up in the higher level floors to where you know it takes longer to get up there are some of the more mm, bigger ladies and so we Um, the initiation was if you were the new guy fng the fucking new guy you got the biggest you're gonna take on the biggest lady (laughs) so it's like you go from the, the Ferraris to the mopeds as you go up in your... Absolutely Sounds like the like Ferraris that. to the motorhomes. Is what <laughs> <you mean>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... But dude, we, 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 we laughed, dude. It was all in, all in good fun. And then we ended up over at this place that we'd crossed uh, the Rhine uh, River in this place called Sachsenhausen. And Sachsenhausen was pretty much... Uh, New Orleans. Okay. In like five by five square blocks of pure Party chaos. Central. Cha- absolute chaos. And yeah, yeah. I'm drunk. I'm American. I don't give a fuck. So yeah. good times were had. Yeah. <laughs> I had a boy beaten with uh, that baton thing too that I caught in the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For uh <laughs> Pulitzer told him not to sh- stop shooting more fireworks, and he shot one right at that guy. Stupid over there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Good times. Crazy times. So crazy the times. newbies would be basically your initiation. That was the initiation, yeah. You that go was kind get of our, Big Wanda. Uh, yeah. That was kind of our sorority house kind of thing. You know, we weren't going to do that frat house type of fucking shit. But so no, but what it if, was fun. 
how was this illegal participant come in to the legal prostitution? Okay. <laughs> um. So, this is. We'll say uh, the mid two thousands. Okay. And. At the time, I oversaw all the bank sites in Nevada, which included a huge site, employee site of 3,200 people, and then all the city banks. So if there was a robbery, I'd have to work with local law enforcement, respond to that. So I spent a, time, a ton of time in, uh, in Vegas for work and for play. Most of the time, both, because right. I don't work without playing. Right. Right. This was in Sin City, where I got busted for solicitation of prostitution. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are we coming back to story number one? No, that's part of story number two. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, um, not pretty. So, you got busted... For the solicitation there. Was it a cop? Yeah, well, how did that come about? Because it's only illegal within city limits right, right. in Vegas, right? Mm -hmm. It's disturbing okay. Jen knows the laws about that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a sting operation um, at a hotel that's off the strip. Um, I have met dude, just a ton of people in Vegas. I know a lot of people... Um, we just returned from there last week, and I take a rental car anytime that I'm out there, and I get around. It's yeah. kind of like my second home. And uh, I was with my buddy Rich, who was with me at the detail in Hawaii before. Um, great guy. He's not with us anymore. He had a, he got testicular cancer, which uh. typically isn't fatal, but he lost one of his boys, yeah. and we celebrated. And the cancer came back. Then he lost his other boy. Yeah. Uh, cancer came back, and, yeah, it finally got into his marrow. And the yes. guy that I knew, I mean, just didn't even look. Oh, my God. No, it's, uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's horrible. horrible. So Rich had to hook up to everything in Vegas. He, he lived there, right? Rich lived in Vegas um, and showed me all the crazy spots. Uh his mom actually worked for the bank as well, um, had been there, geez, like 32 years. Um, and the bank eventually uh, got rid of all those people too. Right. All 3,200 of them, which this particular bank is a staple in the Las Vegas community. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we had spent the day um at the new cosmo and so i'm used to kind of like um these dirty type of i don't know <laughs> uh let's say if you're solicited for sex dirty uh, down hookers. on fremont street yeah dirtier is that what you said dirty hookers thank you thank you yeah that's what i'm used to the more dirty being approached to and, and but in Germany don't get me wrong though at those at the 
at the red light district, some of these ladies were absolute beautiful. And all they would do is I, you know, I'd ask them, you know, why are you doing this? They'd say, paying my way through the university is what they would say. Paying their way through the university there in Frankfurt. So how can you work through college? Hey, do it. To, uh, do it, do it, do it. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, after spending some time at the Cosmo, um, and no, let me, let me tell you something. Even the bathrooms at the Cosmo is a whole different experience. It's like stepping into a walk-in closet, gold-plated everything. It's like, Whoa. right? It's like the place right. <laughs> compared to some other places. Right. So uh, we are approached by these two ladies, and they asked us where we stayed them. And we told them, now, through company policy, you know, I can't pay for a hotel on the strip, right? Like, that's not going to be approved. Right. Right? So I'm off this off-site hotel. So, yeah, that's part of the sting. <laughs> okay. The, ho- the off-site hotel. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you took him back to your room, I yep. take it? And... Rich was staying in the room next to me, and he got uh, he got whiskey dig. This has happened. <laughs> so he texts me, and he says, "Jay, I'm going home." And so he left, and. I never knew anything happened to him until the next day that he got picked off leaving the place. They followed his car, who, leaving the hotel. Who did? My the, boy the Rich. Sting, oh, yeah. So he also got busted yep. in Sting, but you didn't know? How yep. did they bust him? He's on his way home. He's not actually with one of the ladies. She was a cop. Yep. Oh, shit. That's the Sting. <laughs> uh, and you didn't get any. <laughs> that's the worst part yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah, but yeah. that was part of my um alcohol was involved in a lot of that sure, right because sure. like i said anytime that i would work i would also play so of course right if i'm gonna be in vegas i'm gonna do some crazy stuff so it's for and it's i mean i've got so many stories right that are crazy and just notes to self, yes, if you're going to go out to Nevada and get yourself a hooker, just get out of the city limits and you're good to go. And they are unionized there and they are protected there by their government, much like the Germany ones. Yep. Which, I think uh, Perumph, yeah. too, is legal. That's where they have the bunny ranch Yeah, yeah. In, in Perumph. Right. Perumph, Nevada. And then there's the Mustang Ranch. The Mustang. Anywhere outside of those yeah. big city limits of uh, Reno... Laughlin and yeah. Vegas, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's 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 some uh, some darker type of uh, strip clubs in Vegas on the strip, but uh, kind of almost underneath the I-15 there. Okay. Creepy. Yeah. And they have like a uh, Spearmint Rhino was there. So, yeah, if, yeah, if you want to dance with a Mexican dwarf, then that's what you can... Right. If that's if that's your thing, 
I could neither confirm nor deny that I did that, but that's, that's a true story So as well. you got busted legally <clears throat> for prostitution. Yep. And Fascinating. sent down to Clark County Jail. And I love, we'll sit around a lot and we watch this, uh, this, uh, this show called Jail. It's a, it just shows um, being locked up in Clark County, mm. right? And so <laughs> I love to watch that thing and just kind of reminisce on Oh, and it's just on the, the Vegas jail. Yeah. That's got to be entertaining. So the last episode that I saw was, and this jail episode, was during EDC, the Electric Daisy Carnival. So there were these kids, young ladies showing up just... Out of their minds. Oh, like from rigs drugs on the yes, drugs. Rigs. Yeah, the Electric Daisy Carnival. They hold it at the uh, Las Vegas Speedway, and so all those kids that got busted for drugs <laughs> after they uh, were probably giving given IVs from uh, from the hospital wow. to the jail. So um, I only spent a couple hours there because. I was bailed out, luckily. Nice. And it was never discussed after that. <laughs> I was lucky, you know. I was lucky because sure. I, just like in the Army, I put in a lot of fucking work. I had put in a lot of work for the company, so I feel like they did a great job saving me. All right. Good deal. Good deal. What do you think about that one, Jen? Um, Good. Uh, yes, yes. I thought that was uh, that was certainly a fun one. Do you have one in mind? I do have one in mind. Me too, actually. I think me too. So, Jay, when we decide who has to pick first, we rock paper scissors. Have you ever? How do you? Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how do you rock paper scissors? Oh, you want me to do it? No. How how do you do it? Do you do one, two three? One two That's three, it? and then you show doom, or doom, boom. on three. On three. On All three. Right, three pumper. Right. Okay, that's what we're doing then. All right. Yep. All right. Oh, 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 oh. All right. <clears throat> so, we have three great stories. Jailed in Sin City, Denver City, and Germany. Uh, number two is legal and illegal prostitution participant. And number three is work closely with Secret Service. I think that jailed in Sin City, Denver City, and Germany is a true story. Um I think that the uh, worked closely with the Secret Service is a true story. A lot of detail on that one. It seemed to be uh, something you kind of rattled off because it's uh, from memory. I'm going to go with legal and illegal prostitution participant. A, it's a great title to kind of catch your attention. And you told us you didn't want to talk about why you got arrested in Vegas, and then you just ended up telling us it right there. So that's why I'm going to. Just to throw you off. Maybe so. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So you're you're going with legal and illegal prostitution. I'm going to do it legal and illegal prostitution, you bet. Okay, and then I uh, think I caught a slip-up on jailed Sin City, Denver City, in Germany. Mm -hmm. And during your Denver story, you had talked about how you went to a party but then you said the party was at your house. Okay. All right. So for that reason alone. So you're taking which one? The I'm going to take jailed. jailed. All right. Uh, before you flip that over, Jay, uh, I do want to say thank you to the Brush Emporium. 
they are the main sponsor of the Bullhucker podcast. They are very generous people. They've given us a uh, – how do you like the studio, Jay? Oh, yeah, I like it, man. Yeah. I like it a lot. Thank you. Nice and cool, too. That yeah. was my – Yeah, yeah, it's nice and cool in the basement here. Oh, that's right. I had told him it was cold. <laughs> um, but they upstairs, they have all kinds of stuff to do. Uh, they have pizza, ice cream, frozen yogurt, pretzels, pasta, uh, chicken wings, buffalo wings. All the stuff. Bring your family down here. It's a great family restaurant. They have a bunch of games the kids can play, board games, everything, a chest, everything, you know. Also, they have a lot of great gifts up there, Jen. You betcha. Anything you could think of. There, People have different booths up there, and they have wonderful things. Anything that you pretty much don't or can't find here at Walmart or anywhere in town. That's right, exactly. You can find crafts, homemade stuff, all sorts of stuff up there. you got to come check it out. Come check it out. Great place to find a, a very unique gift. So thank you, Brush Emporium, 210 Clayton Street. Please come check them out. Support local business because if you don't support local business, it goes away. All right? Yep. Absolutely. Also, if you like what you see today, on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, there's a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. Go ahead and hit that because it's a small click for you, but a big click for us. And whatever what platform you're on, leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. You know? And the, the more you click, the more support. We love you for it. And if you're listening at home before Jay puts it on, go ahead and type below in the comments what you think it is right now. We'd love to hear from you. So. Absolutely. All right. right, Jay. Having said that, Jen's taking jailed. I am taking illegal prostitution. Let's see that board, brother. Wow, I do. Man, there's kind of a part B to this a little bit. Oh, no. To which one? Let's see it, brother. (laughs) Oh, you got it. You got it. What's not true about it? That's what I want to ask you. Was it the legal or the illegal? Uh, you mean what part caught him up to to have it come to that? Which part of that story is true? Oh, because only one of those is true. Was oh. the illegal oh. or the legal part? I'm gonna say it was the legal part. No, I'll say illegal. Yeah. What's not true? What's not true about it? The legal part is not true. Oh, the legal part, so the, the prostitution in Germany. I would not pay for it. Oh. Ever. I would not care. I know. Even gotcha. if it was paid for me. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. That's got to be a stump right there. It was right? definitely. Come on. Do you like the twist in the story? It was I'm definitely uh, a stumper. I'm, I'm still a little stumped. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So. I think I won. I don't know, Jay. Yet, uh, <laughs> uh, you just told me I need to explain the rules better. Now. No, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I said something about if, if it's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, if part yeah, of it's good. not true. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's way. Oh, did you want to talk about, you, you got any questions about Denver City? Maybe I just misspoke. I no, mean, not no, at no. all. Yeah, that one's a, that was a thousand no, percent true. It was a party at my place. Uh, the reason I said that I went there is I still had... A house here in Fort Morgan with the kids. Oh, I gotcha. And the apartment in Denver at the gotcha. same time. Very cool. So, yeah, yeah I cool. just try to listen for small nuances like that that might give away sure. or pique my curiosity onto the story. So, uh, the. But the Sin City part is true. Okay. Attached to the right. illegal part. Right. 
Right. That's crazy, man. Uh, work close to the Secret Service is a true story. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Cool. That's just part of the part of the details of working with the uh, CEOs and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Pretty some are cool, some are assholes. Pretty wild, man. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's been a crazy life. Yeah, Jay, it was, it was fun to listen to, man. Very, very cool story. You bet it was. Yeah, very cool, man. Thank you for finding Jay. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for finding and, me, Jen. And they were all <laughs> ones I have not heard really? before. So, yeah, when you Dude, said why well, I had to. Because yeah. my, she's been like hand. my little sister, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, well, i got to bring some shit. I've still got other ones that she yeah. doesn't know about. Oh, shit. Of course. But, yeah, yeah. So I'd love to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I guess I, I I think the title of my story or this story here is just don't pay for pussy. Don't pay for pussy. Don't pay I don't the know. moral <laughs> of all the stories comes down to I hate to tell you, don't Jay. Don't pay for pussy. <laughs> one way another, yeah, one way another way, one way another, you pay for it. So yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like being in Vegas nowadays, yeah, dude. Yeah. It costs you just to sit around. Yeah, like yeah. Parking's not free anymore. None of that shit's free. Right. So sitting around is literally costing you money. Oh, yeah. Nothing is Same. free. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, they got it. They got to figure it out, though, man. They got the right equation, so they yes, got the they right do. formula. So, but hey, Jay, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Thank you for finding me again. Thank yeah. you. Yes, <laughs> so, I'm Moose so great. I'm generous. Generous. Hey, we'll catch you Jay next time. Jay Elliott, guys. Peace. All right.